0: Hey everyone! Uh, welcome to the Brewers. So, I'm pretty excited today, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah, we had a lot going on the past uh, couple weeks. I know. And the, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty excited for this one because uh, I know you know this is this is where the up and coming brewer shining his light. Oh, that's interesting. Because yeah, so the so the guest I have today um, is is such a pivotal part of uh my not just career but my life my life and um just one of the uh i i always felt like one of the most greatest souls that i ever came up that i've ever been in it's just this person this whole period of my life changed my whole life it 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 helped me develop as a human on so many levels and um oh my hair looks pretty funky today huh what's going on over there it works man it works, it works. right
1: you pull it off I pull it off
0: so <laughs> <laughs> so we started fun i started telling mike here about um uh, you know some stuff and hey do we have tapes and we found some tapes of when it really started, people go, "Oh, you know, you was your big break SNL." I always tell people there's no such thing as a big break. There's there's a billion little breaks. Just a billion. I mean, some people have big breaks, but still, I, I don't know. For me, the Uptown Comedy Club was a show that 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 was that was the break, and not just not just because of the show, because of what happened off the stones the culture of here's a is a white kid that grew up in this in racially tension long island where at the end of the block it was all black and from us on was all white and if one black guy come down the street the whole the whole block would be like oh my god put the put the women in the house, it's going down. And if you go on that side, they're like, hey man, go home white boy. like, oh, whoa, we're gonna. And and a lot of that was news. It's all news, you know, it's all they would. And and just, and to go from that to, to then I moved and then to end up in Harlem. And I'm telling you, it's one of those moments in time, those years, was probably some of the greatest memories I'll ever have the rest of my life. And I, I wish everyone experienced uh, the multi-layer. So with that said, that's why today it's kind of, it, it's funny, I filmed this special. Today's very, uh, I love having today. So a little backstory. Um, I was in touch with this guy for a little while and then lost touch. And then during COVID, I started making those videos where, you know, I was getting to just, you know, do a prayer, or whatever what the hell is behind me again with all that stuff. It really bothers me. There we go. So, and during that time too, I would also always go, I, I would, I said, like, God, you know, who do you want me to talk to? And what, what do you want me to do? And, and one day I was like, Hey, tell Kevin Brown how thankful you are to him and, and that part of your life and all that jazz. And, I reached out and we started talking and then we started doing our own podcast. It was me and Kevin Brown, we started doing, but no one's ever seen them. We did a bunch of episodes and he just, he got COVID. I got COVID and then it just, and then a lot of things, is a lot of things happened in his personal life. Um, he had a loss in his life and all that jazz. So, it's just there's such a backstory here, and I forget, I forget that he's been in the public eye. I keep forgetting that because just like when you have a friend and you look at a friend, like I know, I, I you know, I know the guys in Metallica, and I, uh, James has been a family friend. I don't say that for what 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 I'm getting at is. You forget when you see the the human, the person, and you become friends with that. It, it brings you into a, a a real life dimension, and the, when you see people going, "Oh my god, dude," you're, you go, "Oh shoot, yeah." If, uh, you know, my family does that. My nieces and nephews, you know, we we'll having coffee. I'm like, "Hey, German," and she go, "Oh my god, it's still so weird to me." And I go, "Yeah, I know, it's weird to me too." But the point of the story is. I remember Kevin, who you'll meet in a minute, he, it was, I was filming my special in August of uh, 2020, and when I was done with the special, you know, people coming, I was coming out to say some hello to some people, and there's Kevin coming down the aisle, and I was like, oh my God, Kevin, blah, blah, blah. And I forgot that he kind of was, a, you know, he's a bit of a star. So people, I, I know Mike and my family, my family is like, yo, that's Kevin Brown. That's, that's, the th- that's Kevin Brown. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, he was a to Kevin. So it's really, I forgot that side and I really enjoyed seeing that. And we ended up hanging out that night after the special and all that jazz. So when I started this, I I told Mike right away, like, we got to find, we got to find clips of the Uptown Comedy Club and I have VHS tapes and we got to get, and we got to get Kevin. So here we go. The day finally came and um, we got Mr. Kevin Brown here.
1: Damn.
0: Oh! Whoa! Wait a minute! You got a beard? Yes,
1: I did. Your <laughs> boat.
0: What are you doing?
1: What up, man?
0: You know what? It's yeah. good to see. I haven't seen you since August, and there was still a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah, so yeah. The, the first question I'm going to ask you is: um, Your house. Your house, Kevin's. Yes. Kevin's house burnt down <laughs> so when we started this podcast and we would do it every wednesday I give us a lot of credit we didn't have any production or nothing it's all just sitting there maybe we'll we'll, we'll figure it out yes sir and and during this time it it, it, it was such a journey because you cab you're like yeah my house but i'm like we need your house burnt down Yes, and you you with your you going through all this transition, then the insurance would pay for. Yeah, we're not really. I know your house had this, but we don't really want to give you that. <laughs> so you were going through that. There's was all this stuff you were going through. Um, so I have to personally ask, did you, do you have your house?
1: Okay. So before I even start speaking. Yeah. Is this a clean show or can no, I? No, you say whatever you want, man. Okay. So I have my house. Okay. It's beautiful. Mm. Right? right? I don't know if you have sponsors. No. But I have my house and it's beautiful. My insurance company. I'm not going to say the name of the company in case they want to sponsor you one day. I'm going to talk, <laughs> okay. talk about their mascot. If I ever see Jake from State Farm, I'ma whip his ass. All right? I'm not gonna say the company's name, though. No. I'm just gonna talk about Jake from State Farm. I'm not talking about the company, but Jake from State Farm. On the you see him all on the NBA commercials, the NBA and State Farm and whatever. And Jake, he's all he's all he's hanging with. What's his name from from the Phoenix Suns all the time, taking care of his house. <laughs> He abandoned the shit out of me, right? During the pandemic, during the pandemic. So I had great insurance. I had a great insurance policy. So they're supposed to pay like a bag of money. I'm talking about seven, six figures to fix my home. Right? For, 20, <laughs> right. for 24 months. I remember. During the pandemic, they bailed out on me after about 17 months they just bailed on me. So when I see Jake, man, I'm a smack the shit <laughs> out of, okay? Let's just put that out there right up front.
0: But we're not going to say the name. We're not going
1: to say the name of the company, though. I don't want to. Because just in case. I don't want to insult your sponsor, your possible future sponsors. I may need some <laughs> corporate backup. But But all that being said, they bailed on me, so I had to pivot. And and but I'm I'm back in the house. I, I got I got the when when a fire, when you get a fire in your house, let's put it this way. When the in New York, because I think you moved, right? You moved to another state. I'm in Florida, baby. OK, congratulations. So Thank in you. the state of New York, as soon as the fire department turns the holes onto your property, yeah. your life changes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because the, right? the hose, the water represents mold in the in the sheetrock, possible oh. shorting of the electrical, all all your soft furniture gets the smoke in in the in the fibers of it, so it becomes it becomes a real living nightmare that you can't prepare for, right? Because you. You know, the first time you have a fire is probably the first time you had a fire. You don't know, <laughs> yeah, don't know exactly. with that, right? Exactly. So it was it was a living, it was a real life nightmare. It was two and a half years, but I just I just got back in. Like this is January. I probably got bit back in in like November.
0: Oh my! God. like you said, no one's a professional. Oh, you've had a fire. I've had four. Let me tell you how. Yes,
1: there's no there's no way to prepare for it. So it was it was an ordeal. So when we were doing the podcast, yes, I had a lot going on in my life. Uh, You know, my mother passed away. Mom passed. My mother passed away on my birthday. Okay, She passed away on my birthday. So that was and I know your mother passed away so you can relate to (laughs) To what I what I've been experiencing, having my first Christmas without her, mm. my first Thanksgiving, my first New Year's. Oh wow. Uh, um, she was a great lady. We had a great, we had a great run. I miss her all the time, but she prepared me and my siblings, you know, to do what we gotta do. So I I, I can't even tell you that I'm healed. You know that you, you'll never heal from that. I can't tell you I'm healed, but I'm able to speak about it in a way that doesn't you know my that doesn't make me just collapse right because she was a funny lady you know her she she raised she raised all the comics that came through the uptown comedy club all that's comics, right
0: all the that's right
1: her mama brown she raised 500 comedians
0: yeah, that's right and, and everyone
1: loved Mama. everybody brown. loved her and um i knew i had to share her with them so when 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 she passed i couldn't talk about it immediately Right. Know. Right. Uh, it was, right. It was like I said, it was a Sunday afternoon. It was my birthday on April 4th. And mm. uh, I'm holding her hand and I was talking to her for an hour after she was gone. I just kept talking to her, even though the doctor had already pronounced her gone. Mm. And it took me about it took me about a month after that where I said she raised so many comedians. I got I can't just keep this to myself. I got to go. I told my, my publicist or somebody to post it on Facebook that she had passed. But um, but you know, months months have gone by. You know that was April of last year. So, um, you know, I can speak about it. I'm not. It's it's a. I feel blessed that I had her for so long. Uh, but yeah, we were going through a lot. So when when we were taping the podcast, mm. you know, oh, I started forgetting about everything else. Right? She yeah, because she, she was diagnosed with cancer that November. Right. Right. And soon after she was she was she was gone. Yep. and 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 the thing about it is a lot of people you know in the circle of life everybody goes through this yeah right yeah so one of the reasons i i feel compelled part, particularly as a comedian right as an artist to share this is because you know we're the artists we we try to put a spin on this stuff right like physicians we're, we're healing, we're healing. <laughs> right we're the right. healers we, we we're zany we're, the things we're gonna say is stupid and inappropriate and all that kind of stuff that's right but if you can get a laugh, if you can get a laugh out of somebody moving, losing their moms or somebody getting cancer, that's that's the greatest joke in the world. So that's why I don't hesitate to bring it up. You know. I well, feel- I,
0: I, I feel I, I did that with my with both my family, both my mom and my dad. I haven't I haven't hit my mom as much. I just started. Um, but more of like memory stuff. so I had a different relationship with my dad and my mom and I know I know where you're at because um, it, it's uh, you have a lot of these when you're alone yeah okay? you have a lot of these right here <laughs> When no when you know you got a good hour to yourself <laughs> Sometimes you'll torture yourself. You look at her picture and go, ah, dude, it is. Yeah. That comes from a gut that no one will ever understand. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you this. It took me. It took me. Months. Months. To. Um to like be able to think of my dad or see a trigger. Like I would I would just be walking down the street, and if I saw someone with a wheelchair, I'd go and pull down the street. If I saw, if I went by an elderly home, it was if I saw a crap on the floor, because he'd crap himself. Oh, it didn't matter. But it 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 took it took a while, man. And I had a I had to let it go. And I let I think I told this story. Like we were we did, there was a whole bird. I, I don't want to bore people. They've heard the story before, the cardinal, and this cardinal came to the windows there every day. And I let my dad go. And when I let him go, when I mean by I let him go, I said uh I was crying really hard. I went, you know what? I'm never gonna. I'm sorry I held on to you this long. Thank you for all you did. I'm so sorry I held on to you. It's not fair to you. Just go. I, I, I'm. I'm a man. I will figure. It's all good. I'm. Whenever I think of you now, I'm gonna laugh, and I'm gonna. I can't wait to talk to people about you, and I'm gonna feel you every day, and blah blah blah. And you know what? That took a while, but when I did, I can tell you this. It does get better and it yeah. does the healing starts to be on it. But uh Kev, I don't know if you've been doing stand up because the last time we talked, you were thinking about going back. You were also scared of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't really ready. You're like, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Um, have you done it since then and are you ready?
1: I'm ready. I've done some shows and it's been it's been great being in front of an audience instead of being on zoom cuz i did a, i did a bunch of zoom standup oh, shows right zoom is horrible. zoom is horrible <laughs> dude, zoom I'm... is horrible for standup <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the worst
1: but but i've done i've done a lot of zoom but i i i did i did a few shows for the holidays uh live in front of people okay um and I have more. I have more stuff coming up. But the point is, I'm I'm getting out there. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to resurface.
0: You're you're ready because you yeah. were you were also
1: you had a book thing going on. You know um, i i finished I finished the book. Oh, tangent from the book. So I went back to school. Did I tell you that?
0: Wait a minute. Um, you might have, if if I remember, you might have said I'm gonna start going back to school. I don't, I don't know. You, you start talking about it. maybe. Okay. It'll...
1: So, so I left, I left college back in 1988. Okay. That was, and that was the year we were, we were building the Uptown Comedy Club. That's the, that's the year we had named it the Uptown Comedy Club.
0: Okay, I so did too.
1: 1988. I said I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I right. didn't go back for 33 years. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how you, you, it, it was like 87, 88. I was talking to my mother and I said, Ma, you know, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about leaving college, you know, this, this, um this entertainment industry, you know, I'm thinking about following that dream. Oh boy. And she said, well, promise me you'll go back one day. Of course, mom, I'm gonna go back. So I made a promise to my mother in like 87, 88, that I was gonna go back to college. Wow. So as a result of her passing, I got this overwhelming urge. You know what? I made a promise to mom 30-something years ago and I never honored that promise. And nothing, all of a sudden, I woke up one day and the same way you did, you know, to cry. Yes. I had this urge like... Remember the movie Close Encounters when everybody had was compelled to go to that mountain?
0: Yes, to see the thing. And it was just like the
1: building. Yeah. I, yeah. Warp, 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 warp. I had that urge to go back to school Interesting. and get my degree and honor that that promise I made to my mother 33 years ago. So, wow. yes, I'm back in school, right? You, and
0: yeah. What are you taking?
1: Oh. Hold on to your seat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on to your seat. No, tell your audience. Hold on to their seat. <laughs>
0: all right, I'm holding.
1: Jim, I'm taking black studies. <laughs> black studies? or Is that what you said? Black studies. Okay. And I'm what a is- black studies major. All right? So when I was in school, when I was in school, uh back in the 80s, yeah. I was originally an engineer. I was going for electrical engineering. Okay. I couldn't pass calculus three. I took Ugh. it three times, failed it three times. Ugh. So I was ready to drop out. My mother said, don't drop out, change your major. Okay, so I changed my major to physical education.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so I was you know, I was an athlete back then. I was fit I was an athlete, so I thought that was a good thing, but it was whack. It was boring. the kids was the kids were stupid. so it didn't it didn't hold my attention when the when the comedy thing popped into my life. So I was a senior when I left. I had hundred and twenty one credits. I was ready to graduate, but Whoa. Now, now we're doing this uptown comedy club jazz, and I didn't care anything about school anymore, but I had these hundred and twenty one credits that I just walked away from. Right. Fast forward to 33 years later, 2021, when I go back to school, I didn't there's things I learned about college now that I didn't know back then. So when you go back, I went back to school and they didn't have my major anymore. Okay. so you can't graduate unless you're attached to a major. Oh, so I had these 121 credits, but they they weren't attached to anything because the major was no longer at the school. Okay. So they were gonna treat me like a transfer student. Any the college, any the college listeners know when you get treated like a transfer student, transfer students lose 70 credits right off top. And oh college, wow. College is a business. When they say <laughs> it's credits, a
0: full-blown business.
1: Yes, when they say credits, that's money, right? That's money. Right. That's 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 a thousand dollars of credit, three thousand dollars of credit, five thousand dollars of credit, whatever it is. But when they say 70 credits, that's a lot of money. A lot so of money. when I got when I went back to school. I was trying to avoid losing 70 of my 100 credits. I mean, my 120 credits. And the, the professor, the advisor said, the only major that's most compatible with the credits you have is black studies. What? Now this is, this is a white woman. This is a white woman, right? So she had no political agenda. She just said, so I'm gonna recommend that you take black studies and you can get out if you take 30 credits of black studies. And I said, 30 credits, how long, how long is it gonna take me to do that? And she said, Well, depends on how much time you invest in it. So I went and I said, Well, I, I'm not because you know, you know me, I'm I'm not the I've not been the we shall overcome dude. I'm not the no right I'm not going out marching. I know black lives matter. I don't have to go out and shout it out. Right. I don't, that's, I'm not that guy. Shout it, shout it, shout
0: it out loud.
1: But yeah, so this, this lovely um, white professor recommended that I take black studies. She said, so do you have any interest in that? And I was like, well, I don't really have interest in it except for the fact that I'm a black dude, but yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'm just honoring a promise to my moms. So for the, for the last year, I've been taking my 30 credits of black studies. My final semester starts next week. And I'm finishing my final six credits and then I'm going to have my degree and I I would have honored my promise to my moms.
0: Wow.
1: That's pretty. Yes. That's pretty awesome. So when I go back to school, the reason I brought it up is because when I go back to school, I'm going to. You know, I'm a stand-up comic now. i am am ai am a, I'm a, I'm a semi-celebrity now. So you know, I'm bringing all that to the campus, right? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do comedy shows. I'm gonna need you to come through. I'm gonna need you to donate a visit to come to the campus and speak to the kids, and you know, tell them your story. And we share our story. But I really want to do some stuff for the young people from my, uh, from my college. And my college is City College in, in, in New York on the Broadway one, one forty-first Street and Broadway. Kevin. You
0: just name the day. I would love to do that. Yes, yes. I I would. I, I tell people I will talk about this to the day I die. Those, uh, that that is. So let me ask you this: What is what is involved? Like, what, what? Give me an example of a class I'm taking. Black studies. What am I? What is what? What is one class? Is
1: it more historical? Is it? Well, is, it's there it's 30 credits, right? So it's a little bit of it's a little bit of everything. But I tell you what, here's the here's the crazy part. I've been going to school since the summer. So I I took I took a couple of classes in June for the summer session. Okay. Took a couple of classes in August. Uh, I took a couple of classes in September and now the new the fall semester starts the end of this month, like next week. Right. I haven't had a class on campus yet because of covid okay right this will this will literally be the first time the campus was open for classes in in like almost two years Wow yeah so so I don't I don't have a I don't have a layout of what it's like being on campus like actually interacting with the students because we all our classes been on zoom but do they when they're
0: doing the class, you can all see each other or no you can't see each other oh, you right?
1: can you can see each other but let me tell you about these rotten college students man <laughs> college students are such assholes yo they get on a zoom call and they don't turn their cameras on so the professor is there talking to a screen of 29 students and nobody's cameras on <laughs> Right, and I'm looking at them like my first, my first semester. It blew my mind because I'm like, "Who raised you? Why you don't have no upbringing? You being so disrespectful to these, to these students, right?" They were getting me so uncomfortable. So I'm the only one turning my camera on, but I felt like such a sellout. I felt like such an asshole. You know, the teacher's pet, (laughs) the teacher's pet that brings the apple to the professor. I felt like I was that cornball. So I'm, I was conflicted the whole time, and then. (laughs) <laughs> I'm older I'm older than all my professors. They're babies. No. They're PhDs and they're babies. They're kids but they got PhDs and they're all babies. And then oh they disrespected me my very first class. They asked me <laughs> they happened? asked me what are my pronouns. That's a thing. What, what are your pronouns? pronouns? And I'm like what do you mean? What are you talking about? What are your pronouns? What do you what do we, how do we refer to you? Now, we from back in the day where if you got a penis, you're a he, and if you got a vagina, you're a she. What do you, what do you asking me what my pronouns are? And, and, but that's a serious, that's a serious issue on these college campuses. So I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't really take it that seriously. So I was like, yeah, my pronouns are whoever, <laughs> whoever. whoever, whoever and whatever, you know, <laughs> You know, they refer to me as whoever and whatever throughout the whole semester. We're going to go to whoever and whatever. Yeah. What,
0: what do you feel about when we're looking at the 1600s, when it comes to the African community that are now coming through, whoever, whatever, what are your thoughts?
1: That's what it was. That's what it was. They they take that, that, that identity stuff is a big po- – that's not even a political incorrect jazz, but that's serious business to them. That's serious business. That could get you thrown out of school type type deal.
0: It sounds like uh, a nice brainwashing programming that that people are paying for. Those people need to be ousted ASAP. Who who can they need a guy coming off a construction site guard. So my kid said that you said what's the pronoun? Wait, who, who Who made this rule up? I need to talk to that person. I need to talk to the person who made the rule. I need to talk to the person that charged me $35,000 to dehumanize my intelligence, my natural ability of what humanity is defined in. Oh, look, there's a male donkey, a female donkey. The male donkey does his little, <laughs> ee, little deeper, <laughs> ee, uh, the female. Ee, uh, ee, uh. Dude, the it's fact that people even argue this or try thing. to date it, I want to giggle at them. And, I, and it's no disrespect to you. It's just stop with the lunacy. Stop. If you don't know what you are, find help.
1: <laughs> it's a thing, man. It's a thing. But these students, they're so weird. Like, like they'll come to class, and 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 it seems like they just they just log on, turn their cameras off, and then go go back to sleep, roll over and go back to sleep. They don't ask questions. They don't engage. They don't take notes. It's the most. And and maybe maybe we were like that. I don't know if you went to college back in the day maybe i went to it well maybe maybe i was like that maybe i was one of them and now that i'm grown you know i'm the old guy that's way too old to even be you know doing this stuff but i wasn't going there you know I, i went there with a mission i'm not going there to change the world i'm not going there to protest they have that degree i promised my mother i'm gonna get it and nothing's gonna stop me from getting it that's that's really my bottom line
0: Right. And I, I think a lot of the kids, too, they don't even they don't know why they're there. They feel forced to be right. there. Meaning, OK, so the system we have now graduated. Now we must go to college. Now we must pick a career. Now we must commit to a career. Now I get now I need health insurance. Now I'm in debt. <laughs> COVID COVID What did the media say today? Trust the experts. I know how to
1: study. It's dude Don't get me started. And I know I know you have a little one. You have a young one in college, right? You got a little daughter. You got a daughter. I, college, I got oldest daughter.
0: One is going online. One went to college and she lost the bank, which basically is like, okay.
1: Uh,
0: And I knew, I knew from the beginning, I knew from the beginning, I pulled her aside and said, listen to me, are you sure you're not going just to go, because if you are, we can figure something out. I'd rather you, I'd rather help you for the next year or two. You work and while you're working, you then go, you know what I really want to do? and then you're off to the races but if you're going just to get out of the house no i swear to god i'm good okay you know it was, it took the money just throw it out the window like, uh, you know. I, I remember visiting her I said, oh, can i see my family oh we all fly down there the first night i uh, can't really hang out tonight i'll see you tomorrow uh, okay, well, we all just, I just spent $2,000 and $3,000 and airfare with the whole family and everything. I'll be there tomorrow. Come tomorrow, 10 o'clock, 11 a.m. My wife's going, why isn't she, I don't know, Well, see what the hell she's doing. What are you doing? We're all waiting for you to breakfast. Oh, sorry. I could smell the booze from 50 yards away. Uh, uh, we got eggs. Dude, it was such a Sunday, it was like, hey, it's, I can't hang out, it's Bob Ross day what yeah so the first her long story short she's done she now does online and pays for everything ah the middle one goes to college just changed her major um she's super excited um the youngest one is in high school i have no clue what direction she's gonna go she has the motivation of school and sports of a of a gnat she just don't i'm like dory join volleyball Uh, you got to join a sport (laughs) "Uh." well you can't just come home and just sit in your room (laughs) so it's a little i got a year and a half i don't know where that kid's going although she's a very smart kid Yeah, yeah She's very deep. She's very spiritual. All that jazz. I ain't worried about her, but uh, at the end of the day, yes, I have kids in college, and just like you, Kevin, they have very—they've been indoctrinated with some intense views uh, that I just don't understand. Mm. I, I do I have a hard. I have a hard to, and they think I'm, d- and I am dumb, but they like disrespect they, they, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my kids completely have their respect for me as a comedian maybe or that I make money and once in a while they're like you know so and so or you know that guy but it, when it comes to giving advice I think they're just like he's full blown moron <laughs> and, and mom's even dumber and so uh it's it's a rough period uh but people are like oh it change i don't know why i went off see you, you opened up a wound just saying college
1: <laughs> well i tell you i tell you so my daughter i was hanging with my daughter uh like a week ago she lives out in, in uh, maryland and she wanted to introduce me to her boyfriend now daughters don't understand the father boyfriend relationship right first thing i said to the boyfriend first of all He's a little pretty boy. Right. Yes. He's a little pretty boy. I call him Bridgerton. You you saw the show Bridgerton (laughs) on Netflix. I call him Bridgerton. Right. Little cutie dude. So I know he's going to break my daughter's heart at some point. I know it. That's all I'm thinking about. So the first thing I say to him when I see Bridgerton, I'm like, hey, man, uh, how are you, sir? I said, do you drive? He said, yes, I do. Now I, I got a new car. So. Maybe he's thinking, I'm asking if he drives so I could lend him my car he's taking out my daughter. But that's not where I was going. I say, so you have a driver's license? He said, yes, I do. I said, well, do me a favor, man. Take a picture of your driver's license and text it to me. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he says, huh? He said, huh? I said, take a picture of your driver's license and text it to me he said okay (laughs) and then i go all right so what's what's up tell me a bit about yourself so my daughter she comes back and i say hey baby girl i just asked bridgerton to take a picture of his driver's license and text it to me i said hey bridgerton did you text did you text the driver's license to me he said well i don't have your number i said baby girl Bridgerton doesn't have my number, but I asked for the license. My, this is my daughter. She does the, She gave the gives the response that every daughter gives to every father, Dad. I said, "Don't dad me." He didn't text me his driver's license. Help him out with that. I want her to be. I want her to be a. What's the word? Complicit. I want her to be, <laughs> right. I want to implicate her in the transaction. I said, "Help! Help him out with that." So she had to give him my number. So he could text me his driver's license. Now, I don't know if he came to the conclusion, but every father knows, every grown up knows, if you got somebody's driver's license, you can find them That's right. whenever you need to. <laughs> you don't have to find them this year, right? You don't have to find them this week. You can wait 10 years from now and send a little hit squad over there to stop them <laughs> out. Right. A friendly reminder. Yes, sir. Oh, I thought you was going to give me a reminder. No, no, no. Oh, y- you can send them a friendly, reminder. a friendly reminder, friendly reminder, right? Hey, remember us. Yes, absolutely. So I don't know if he understood the magnitude of my request. Right. <laughs> but I made my daughter complicit. So she gave him the number. But when she said, dad, she knew, she knew why I was asking.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, when relationships go bad, I don't want her to be, I don't want her, I don't want to have to ask her permission. I don't want to have to do a tender little dance around her emotions to get her permission to find this dude. I don't want to ask her no more questions. She got to know you bring a pretty boy around, you bring, you bring Bridgerton around and you want him to meet your father OK, I met him. Give me his license. Now we'll <laughs> never speak about it again. But as soon as something goes down, it's going to go down. And, you not I'm not going to ask you a blessing. I'm not going to ask you to sign off. <laughs> it's going to be like it's going to be like Sonny rolling up on the on the brother from the Godfather. Remember Sonny stomping out with the <laughs> brother-in-law brother when he hit his sister? It's going to be like that. And, and 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 daughters don't know when you meet the boyfriend, I know every every woman I ever dated when they introduced me to their father. The father's sizing me up right They looking at oh, me wait. they say, I'm six, five, I'm 300 pounds. they're like, oh, I can't fight this dude. I'm gonna have to shoot his ass. <laughs> I'm a guy you have to shoot, right When a big monster come in to, with your daughter <laughs> like me, you're gonna have to pull out the shotgun if I if I get out of line. But Brid- I think I could take Bridgerton, right? <laughs> right. I think I could take him. He got a ponytail. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, I just no. wanted to grab him by the ponytail. I, he didn't even do nothing. He's a great kid. But I just wanted to grab him like a, by the ponytail. And there was this, there was this part in the movie, New Jack City. Wesley Snipes grabbed the, grabbed the Italian dude by the ponytail and cuts his ponytail off and says, you squingeally eating motherfucker and, <laughs> and kicks him out. That kept that kept running through my mind. He has no idea. <laughs> he has no idea while he's meeting his his woman's father. That all I'm thinking is I could grab you by that ponytail and cut <laughs> it off and throw you out the he's house like and call you a scungilli-eating motherfucker. That's what I kept thinking. <laughs> he has no idea how many ways I thought about beating him up. I've but been there, man. That's what you got to do when you got I've these dogs. That's what you got to do. I
0: think about all oh, I think about I would I would I do whole scenarios in my head I used to wear like I got them and now they're in a place where no. I go you can yell all you want because nobody can hear you <laughs> yeah 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 I'm the guy from half-baked <laughs> that's me now here's something my daughters don't know about me this is not going to end well i told you not to disrespect my home but what did you do you disrespect my home um take your shoes off huh take your shoes off we're going to start with your toes oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've i've gone into i've i'll tell you a funny story (laughs) okay
1: um <laughs> yeah, you know, would... you're not you sound like you're not sure if the statute of limitations has expired what the
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll like this one i think a lot of fathers will like this one <clears throat> you know what now this is allegedly this could be i'm just, it's just jim brewer telling a silly story <laughs>
1: This is, boy, I wish I did this story. <laughs> you had to do the disclaimer, right? You had to do the, the legal disclaimer. Okay, go ahead. Everything said
0: is, is oh, shoot. Hold on a second there. I just, oh, damn it. Hold on. What'd I do? what I do? what I do? God.
1: <laughs> damn it. How do I even get back now? Hold That's on. That's the forces above saying, don't tell that story, Jim. You know what?
0: You may be to something, Kev. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to take that as the forces going. That's the network. That's the dream. network. That's
1: State Farm. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, brother! So, how, is the boyfriend still in the picture? Oh no! He, this is this is two weeks ago. This is he's still around. I just this is my first time meeting him. She's she's been with them for or she's known him for two three years. Okay. He kept saying, I really want you to meet him. And I wasn't, I didn't care. I didn't care to meet him. But, you know, no, my you know, baby, like, it's my baby. So I'm going to do what I got to do. Oh. But yeah, this is like three weeks ago I met this dude.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I, one guy, one kid, I always said, listen, stop parking. If you're going to park in my driveway, go to the end of the driveway. I have a very long driveway and it's dark and whatever. And when my garage door would open once a while, people would park directly behind it. The last thing I'm looking for is when I come out of my own garage is someone else's car parked in the way. Right. So I walk in the house and this kid's, this kid's drinking a beer. And I go, hey, oh, hey, uh, I, I brought you beer. So <laughs> I figured I'd have one of yours. It's like, a, you know, like a little trade off. <laughs> I want to so see you, 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 you came in the house and you went in the fridge. You just made some at home. Well, you know, it's not like that. It's just, you know, I got you should try these beers because I Yeah, I don't. I don't really drink beer, but okay. So I'm already. I'm already. (laughs) Strike one. (laughs) This this kid came in my house and opened my fridge and took this out. Wow. Okay. Then my other big rule is always, hey man, no in the basement. No in the basement. If I'm home, I know the. You you, you guys are not going in the basement. Uh, I think we're an hour later, I'm doing stuff. My wife is doing stuff. We have a neighbor coming over. The neighbor has kids over, blah, blah, blah. Uh, my wife then goes, can you take the neighbor's kid home that lives a couple miles away? I said, sure, man, hop in the car. I go, where's, where's, uh, where are these two? She's like, oh, they're watching a movie in the basement. Mm. Night two, strike two. I get in the car. I'm a little pissed. I back out of the driveway. It's pitch black. Now when I come out of my driveway and I go down the long part, I go backwards. My father was a, would drive a truck and he taught me to this day always to look at the side view mirrors and know how to measure the side view. God forbid you can't use, uh, this is before there were cameras on the car. And this day, I don't like, I'll use the camera's to look, but I use the side view mirror. And so the side view mirror, I go along with the curb and I put it in reverse. And I go, whoa, I go flying down the driveway. Until I hit the street and then I slow down and I look to see who I am and then Batman's off. Well, I got me and this 14-year-old kid in a car and and I put it in reverse and and uh what the fuck what was that? And he looks at me. I I didn't know if I hit a bear. We have bears by our house. I don't know. I look in the rear view mirror and I see a car heading down the driveway passing we both look like what the a car is now my driveway goes a little curve at the end and the car's picking up speed goes down into the go down the driveway and i go oh my god oh my god if there's a car coming down the street this is going to be horrible the car goes in the street, slams, goes across the street, goes up a curb, does one of those boom, boom, boom goes into some bushes and then branches and stuff. I go, oh, my God. We, we go out and we look at it. I'm assessing it. There's things hanging and dangling. I was, oh, my God. I just bought this car two days ago. It's the kit. It's this dummy's kit. It's just, went, anyway, you know what? The other kid's howling with laughter. He's howling with laughter. He's looking at the mud skid marks. He's looking at the
1: branches all over the car, the
0: scratches on it. He's howling. He can't.
1: Wait, let me see if I got this right. You came out. You sped down the driveway backing out. And before you got out the driveway, another car comes out your driveway. Yeah. So so wait, so it was only you two cars? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm so back do- down and this kid's in the 14 the year old kid
0: I'm bringing home is in the car with me. And as I'm flying down the driveway, I did not know someone parked a car in the middle of the driveway in the blackest spot near the street. No reason to park there. That means you're blocking the entire driveway. When you pull my driveway, you go to the end where Uh-oh. there's four spaces. You don't park in the pitch black under a tree where no one
1: can see you while you're Uh-oh. blocking the whole driveway. Okay. Got so it. while
0: I'm backing up, I...
1: Okay. Okay. If I'm I looking it. out
0: my side view mirror, I'm not looking this way. I don't need to. There's no car uh, in the driveway.
1: Right, right, right.
0: So I smash this thing. It goes flying into the street and off into the next neighbor's yard. Like, oh, my. I get out. The 14-year-old is howling. Oh, Mr. Jimmy. He calls him Mr. Jimmy. Oh, my God, Mr. Jimmy, look it's da- Look at the light. It's dangling. Like, oh, he goes, I can fix it. He's pushing it back. And there's a bumper. And he's fixing the bumper. He's, like, oh, my God, it scratches. I'm like, ah. So I bring him home. I bring the kid home I come back and I got you know I'm just going to tell him this kid took my beer he's in the basement with my girl he parked where I told him not to park and now I got to tell him I I come in Kev and I notice they haven't come up from the basement and then I see his keys on the counter. <laughs> and I, I said, You know what? I go back outside, I take my car, I pull in the garage. <laughs> I walk down the dark driveway, across the street, onto the other people's property, start his car, pull it exactly where he parked it. <laughs> I get out of the car, fix whatever I had to fix, pushed everything back what I had to push back, went back in the house, put the keys exactly where I found them, went up, took a shower. Never heard nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a great story.
0: <laughs> Supposedly. Now, this all could be an illusion, everybody. Remember, I'm a storyteller. Wom wom wom. Yeah, it's too late now. You ain't never gonna prove that. You're father of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Father of the year goes to Jim Brewer, who smashed his girlfriend's boyfriend, his girl, his daughter's boyfriend's car onto the next neighborhood, acted as if nothing happened. Let's give this guy a toast.
1: Yo, that's better than cutting off his ponytail. That's even better. I love that story. I would have never done that. I would have never. So (laughs) wait a second. Never had the. I I won't say. I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'm too honorable to do it. I'm not that creative. (laughs) I'm not. I love that story. It.
0: it, I'm a moral guy. I feel like I'm a very moral guy, and I should do the right thing. And that's that one moment where I have to say whether it was right or wrong. It
1: felt good real good and it, ser- it serves him right it serves him right it's clear. Being- yeah that's- yeah
0: that's all that's how i look at think it think of but- all the things he did to your little girl that you uh- are. <laughs> <laughs> hey man we're gonna have to catch up way more we just smacked out an hour and we didn't even get to
1: anything that we were gonna do yeah yo I'm available i my classes my classes are on Tuesdays and Thursdays so my Wednesdays are free every okay. other day is free it's it's like my 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 little six credits is um I think I go to school from 2:00 to 4:15 okay. on two o'clock to four fifteen okay on Tuesdays and Thursdays okay so any other time you need me man i'm I'm down I'm, i I love talking to you we got a whole lot of stuff to hit and and we didn't hit <laughs> we didn't hit anything we, we didn't hit any of it <laughs> <laughs> we just know, getting warmed up how's the missus how's the family oh
0: we're really good she's in philadelphia getting her treatment
1: uh will be home
0: we got a brand new house here in florida yes
1: yes how they, you liking they, it how you like it
0: i love it we're not settled yet right like, right we, you know like beds and the furniture and yes uh we, we have nowhere to sit to eat um but we're in the house the pool's not done but it's all good i can't wait we're settled in. You come take a trip down here. It's gonna. Be, I know
1: you're not into nature. No, I am now. I've I'm changed. I've changed my life, man. Yeah, we got to catch up and all that. Yes, yes. I've changed my life. I'm smarter. I'm smarter. School, school has definitely made me smarter. You know, I was always a pretty smart guy. You were a smart guy. But there were moments, man, because school has changed. There were moments where I had to write ten page papers, twelve page papers, Ooh. and and school has changed because they're big on. On citations and bibliographies and footnotes. Now, back back in the eighties, I didn't. I never wrote a footnote in my life. I never wrote a bibliography in my life. (laughs) All this stuff. There were moments when I was writing my papers and taking these finals that my head would start hurting, right? And I would. I realized that your brain is like a muscle. It's like going to the gym. That's right. When and you're working out your brain, and it's getting stronger, and there's gonna be the soreness, right? Yeah. But I am so much smarter. I'm a much better human being since I went back to school. But I did learn being smart doesn't mean you're right. Right. The bi- the 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 biggest thing I learned when I went back to school was you can be educated and still be a fool. That's the most. That's the most important lesson I learned. Right. Bob Marley said that. Bob Marley said that. Bob Marley said this on an interview cuz
0: we watched it over and over and over years ago. Bob Marley to me was one, was a great prophet. Yes, put, yes, absolutely. Uh he said he was being interviewed and the guys like uh you know success he like what 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 how you define success? And he goes, "Well, are you a rich man?" He goes, what? how you define rich what's rich and the guy goes you know well you make money but you, he he mentioned but you're not an educated man he goes my mom taught me um my my mom taught me spirit and love if i was educated i'd be a
1: damn fool
0: one mm. life <laughs> one love let's yes, get together dude we need that's to get rid of this son of a bitch. He's united all different races
1: and <laughs> genders. He's definitely a threat, sir. Send out the boogeyman. Give that man some cancer or shoot him. Listen, I met. I'm meeting a lot of educated fools out here. Right, meeting a lot of educated fools. But it's funny you brought that up because I thought my quote was original. I thought when I came up with my quote, I thought it was the first time anybody ever heard that Bob Marley is my mentor now. (laughs) I'm going to find that clip. I'm going to send it to you. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in school. I'm, I'm excited about life. I got a ton of new material. School is just, school is just a material. Uh, what's that thing? Petri dish. Right. So I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying preparing for tomorrow, right? I'm enjoying that.
0: Good. And I, and I, and I hope, I, I look forward to, um, the next time you're doing stand up or something and getting out there and just life It's it's, I just, I love this journey we're on. I don't know where we're at, but I'm glad where you're at.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, uh, well, two things. One is your girl that called me, Annie, Annie, Annie. Go. Annie is my mother's first name, right? So I loved her immediately, right? Just by seeing her text having the same name as my mother. But I tell you what, uh I am borrowing I'm 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 preparing my one man show, right? Okay? Cuz I don't know if I can do what you do, right? The big theaters, I don't I don't know if I can do that. But and I I don't know if I'm ready in the sense of i I don't really like the road i never i never have fun times on the road but because i miss i miss everything when i leave right but one of one of the guys uh he used to be he used to be on snl he was the the he's an older comic jerry seinfeld produced a a play for him colin colin okay so me and colin we were we were both uh, volunteering, like guest teaching at a high school in Brooklyn. And they paired us together, like on, on career day. Wow. Okay. And me and Colin, we taught this class together, right? It, 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 random. We didn't do it on purpose. Like I happened to donate my time. He happened to donate his time. And we wow. both were at the same hospital, this same high school. So Colin does theater, right? He does his, his stand up comedy. Like it's a, like it's a one man show. Right. And he told me this 15 years ago. Get out of those comedy clubs, right? There's nothing in there for you. Where you want to be is in the theater. They have these off-Broadway theaters. There's no waitress saying, taking drink orders. There's no hecklers. And it's beautiful. So he planted the seed in my head 15 years ago when we did this random, you know, teaching this class for some high school kids. So that's, that's where um that's what my sights are set on now, um completing this one man show and getting ready to go out into the theater world.
0: That's pretty awesome. Well, I'd love to hear more about it. I'm always here if you want to pick brain or if I can. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool.
1: I appreciate I appreciate you thinking of me. Um, you know I'm I'm available. What I I don't know if you know because you said you did you forgot I was a celebrity or people know me. I was on a show called Thirty Rock. Yeah, it was it was the biggest show at the time. It was the biggest show of its time. It got nominated for more Emmy Awards in one season than any show in history. It was a huge show. Yeah. Like people give a fuck about me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like people give a fuck about me, but not my people like black people did not watch 30 Rock. It was a really it's a white show. So all my fans, all my fans are white so i can live my life with no hoopla with no pomp and circumstance cuz when black people see me i look like every uh co at every prison in the country right <laughs> there's a co that looks like me there's a bouncer at every at every club at the door that looks like me so some people don't like me right off the bat just cuz i look like somebody that threw them in a jail cell or stomped them out <laughs> right so i i know that i know that but but the the point is I'm I'm looking forward to jumping out here into this into this abyss of entertainment. Oh, last 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 story. I'm going over time. You just edit this. I out, do, right? I don't care, man. I Fix got this to, in post, right? Take your time. So Bridgerton, the boyfriend. He said he's 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 a he's a handsome kid. He said he's getting into modeling. And this is to to tie into when you said you said, I don't want to give advice or whatever. You you were talking about yourself in one of your in your story a few minutes ago. Yes. So when I ran into Bridgerton and he said he was getting, he was getting into modeling, I dropped advice on him. And, and I told him this. Now, mind you, I like him because he's a good kid. My daughter loves him, but but I don't like him. Right. I would love to crash his car and hide, <laughs> and, right, right, right. hide the damage and replace it and act like nothing happened. I would love to do that to him. But when he told me that he's getting into modeling, you know, you, you want your you want your woman, you want your daughter to have a boyfriend who can support himself, right? You don't want her to have to support this clown, right? So I give him. I immediately give him some advice. I said, "Listen, man, you didn't ask for this advice, but the way I am with my advice, I don't care what you do with it after I give it to you, right? That's on you, but it's my obligation to give it to you, right? You can take it and listen." you can dismiss it and throw it in the garbage right but if you don't believe that I know what I'm talking about google me right and see that my resume is real right, right. so i'm telling him about the modeling cuz in modeling you know we know how they take advantage of the young ladies right yep. we know how every young lady got a horror story about the casting couch what we don't hear about is how they take advantage of the boys of the young say, men too you know i know cuz we in the business Yes. So I let them know in this industry, there are some of the biggest pedophiles, the biggest sexual deviants, the biggest monsters in the world. So I'm letting I'm letting uh, Bridgerton know this on our first meeting. And I said, this is what I don't want you to do. Don't think I'm joking and don't think I'm exaggerating because I still live this life. I still see it. So if you're going to get into this game, just recognize don't be Terry Crews talking about the, the agent fondled me. And I didn't know what to do. Terry Crews is an NFL football player, man. You could have. But, you know, he's grabbing the pay payday. He probably got a seven figure check to settle that. Right. But the point is. The way we hear about all these young ladies in the Me Too, I can't wait for the day when the young men come out, when the old when the dudes come out talking about how, you know, the 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 the, the industry, some big executive raped them because there's a lot of stories like that.
0: So, okay now that's conspiracy stuff how would you how would you know things i mean let's i mean come on there's a guy that what you don't know there's
1: well you know what you know what the best thing about the best thing about being unemployed is you can't cancel me dude that's how i feel I'm like <laughs> right i got people going brewer uh you know
0: that video, I, I recorded a, a podcast as uh, with, with, with P Corielli, and you know, he's kind of poking fun at me. He's like, you know, if you knew what Hollywood, what is it, bro? Like, what am I going to tell you, fine details? No, because then I'm like, wow, this is great food. Uh, I'm not doing that. You figure it out, dummy. You know? Uh, but anyway, yeah, we'll just leave it at this. Yes, sir.
1: yes sir jim it was a pleasure man i can't wait either it was a pleasure i'm i'm um give 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 the wife my regards and the family i i don't i don't know if i met your little girls maybe when they were babies the oldest one but give them all a hug for me i will i'm traveling now i'm fearless even though i took i took extra vaccinations right you got booster, all that. I got the booster. I heard they were giving a hundred dollars for for the shot, so I went out and got shots that for stuff that wasn't even contagious, right? Did you get was, French fries and I Chiki was rack, racking up that money. I got shots for athletes' foot. I got the 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 bad breath vaccine. I was collecting my hundred dollars, so I'm I feel super protected, so I'm not afraid to travel. So as soon as <laughs> as soon as you give the invitation to come out to Florida, I'm gonna jump in my new ride, and I'm gonna come out there and hang with you.
0: All right, man. I look forward to. It. I love you, bro.
1: Love you too, bro. Thanks for having me. And tell um, Mike, thank you, Mike. You can, he can hear me, right? Mike, he thanks, can man. hear you. It's
0: been it's it's been beyond a pleasure. We'll catch up soon. I'll give you a text soon. Yes, sir. I'll text you. I love you, bro. All right, everyone. Kevin Brown, um, and like I said, I'm gonna take this out. Hold on, because my battery was dying, which is why I don't know if the sound changed, but. Uh, Put that in. <clears throat> Kevin Brown. I, I, I just, I love, I love that man. And I, I hope we have a lot more journeys with Kevin Brown and we take it again. We didn't even get into the history of who, we, where we met, how my life changed, the stories from there. They're so incredible, those years in Harlem. And his, God rest her soul, mother was, she was a mother to everybody. Even the father was there. It's an incredible family. And for at least that time in my life, I I, I cherish it for the rest of my life. So anyway, today was a great time for me. Uh, I'm absolutely honored that Kevin Brown came on to do the Bruniverse. And Mike, I thank you for all your help and everything you do for me. And Annie, thanks for hooking things up. And to all the Patreon members, We're going to be showing a lot more videos, too, that we're not going to put for everyone else to see, just for you and the Patreon, especially some of that vintage stuff. Um, Maybe after this, if you're on Patreon, we'll find some Uptown Comedy Club little pieces and Mike could throw it up there for you. Um, Besides that, I wish you all the very best. Lots of love, lots of laughter. Now, life is short, man. Take advantage of it. Be careful where you spend a lot of your energy. All the best to you. Thanks for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next time in the Bruniverse.